Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 89 of the 476ers podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about this weekend Sixers games and some other games. So, uh, yo, uh, 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 yeah. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. You good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 89 of the 476ers podcast. First and foremost, I would like to say rest in peace to DMX. Uh, I'm going to do a, a podcast, a sh- probably a shorter podcast on that, just give my thoughts on him, uh, kind of eulogize him a bit, even though, uh, you know, who the hell am I to even eulogize anyone? But uh, maybe I could just, you know, give give my perspective on it, um, on his passing. So rest in peace to him. Um, but for now, we're going to talk Sixers, unimportant stuff. Um, and we're going to talk about this weekend's games. So obviously, we're in first place right now, right? That's important. Um, and, you know, the Nets are in this interesting the Nets are in this interesting scenario, and there's a window here where we could beat them, and we'll see. You know, it's interesting because they essentially really haven't played a game where Kyrie, James, I mean, I, I think the stat is 100 and some minutes together they've played Kyrie, James, and KD, and that could cause issues. You know what I mean? It's not really that easy to acclimate guys. This is kind of why, you know, there are a ton of stats that always suggest things like if you – you know, when you trade, especially in the NFL, this happens when you trade for skill position guys, you trade people or trade for guys that are good or, you know, whatever, it's hard to kind of mix them in. It can be difficult at times to mix them into the, into the, you know, the structure of the team or, you know, get them acclimated with the rest of the guys. And because of that, you know, it, it, it could be interesting, you know, they could run into a scenario where they, you know, they haven't played with each other and, you know, much and if it gets into a tight situation they don't know how they're going to react yet there's only you know five weeks to get it together kind of now obviously you got to kind of believe that just that talent level the 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 level of talent the amount of battles and wars all three of their superstars have been through you would think is is going to be you know should be enough and guys like Blake and LaMarcus well they don't move the needle in my in my opinion they are you know they are veterans and they've been in a ton of playoff games. Um, so, you know, you would think they're going to kind of come. They, they're like these type of guys that you see would just come together. They're going to figure it out. But, you know, it's a point. So they're, we're, we're tied for them for first place right now. Even though I think we have the tiebreaker on them right now. Um, and, they, you know, they just lost to the Lakers, uh, which, you know, you know, Kyrie gets thrown out. If you haven't seen this, just a quick shout out to Kyrie. Um, who's a complicated figure. Uh, but not a con- it's he's not actually complicated at all. The complication is you're you're trying to understand him. That's really what's complicated. You know what I mean? And the fact is, is we barely understand people in general. You know, you barely probably understand your friends. I think most of my friends and, you know, after speaking to them, especially over the last six months about kind of my struggles uh, with eating and mental health, which which I'll probably do a podcast on, too probably realize that as much as they know me they probably didn't understand me that well and you know so when we talk about Kyrie we try to understand him in snippets and it's not going to work so you just just chalk it up give him love um you know we got thrown out because essentially Dennis Schroeder called him the n-word and you know Kyrie isn't doesn't want to be called that you know what I mean so uh he made that known and shout out to him you know what I mean but he gets thrown out of the game. They lose. They proceed to lose the game, which really there's no excuse for. That Lakers team isn't really that good. They lost Dennis Schroeder that game. You know, I don't know how the hell that Lakers team won that game. It really doesn't make sense. They're not good. Andre Drummond is Andre Drummond. Kyle Kuzma didn't play, which I don't even, you know, it's Kyle Kuzma. 
But no LeBron, no AD, I had no excuse. They have you have Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? I don't. I can't even imagine how you would lose. Um, but either way, you know. So so here we are. So obviously we go into this weekend's games. You know, we we beat the Cavaliers, which I don't remember if I did a podcast on. Honestly, um, did I do a? Was that the game that the? No, no. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm here looking at April first. I forgot what today was. We're over here. Uh, we beat the Celtics, which obviously I talked about. Uh, but then we lose to the Pelicans. And this game is frustrating. Yeah, this game is frustrating. Um, quick disclaimer. So there's a there was a, a little thing that came out over this weekend where Ben Simmons' sister essentially accused her brother, not Ben, Ben, not Ben, but her other brother, which I think is adopted or stepbrother, of essentially abusing her sexually when she was younger. Uh, and I don't know. You know, I don't want to get too much into that because I don't know the in and outs. And Ben and his sister have this really complicated relationship. Um, and Ben put out a statement, which isn't great. Uh, I, so I don't know. I don't know the details, but you know, the I'm only mentioning that because maybe Ben, uh, like being not good, being trash is, is due to that, you know, maybe. So, so maybe I can give him some grace there. I'm probably going to make fun of him anyway, because it's just in my nature to do so. Um, but we'll see. We play the Pelicans uh, and and we lose. I mean, no no answer no answer for Zion. Listen, good for Zion. Zion essentially showed Zion. You know, I I I just haven't been watching Zion closely enough. That's the truth. That's the, and I'm sorry to my fans because that's the truth. I haven't watched him close enough. I can admit that because I have been confused as to what Zion is actually a lead at. Obviously, an elite athlete. He can't really shoot. I mean, what's the difference between Zion and Ben? Right. Well, aside from Zion being a boulder. Uh, a walking, a human boulder, you know, just literally a walking avalanche. Um, and aside from the strength, though, I mean, we contested almost all of those layups really, really well. But what I realized watching him is the creativity. You know what I mean? It's the really the creativity of the finishes. You know what I mean? I mean, he his ability to kind of Kyrie himself in the air and go from wanting a dunk to a finger roll or you know whatever it's impressive you know what i mean he really it's really impressive and we had no answer for that we had no answer for that i had on the broadcast they suggested that joe struggles against stephen adams he does not he does not struggle against stephen adams that was stephen adams best defensive performance against joe uh stephen adams if you want to say struggled because the teams that Steven Adams has been on, I think Steven Adams is seven and one against Joe. If if you want to make that argument as if, you know, Steven Adams is more important than when Paul George and Russell Westbrook were on the thunder. And now we're Zion's horse 38. I, I guess you could say that last year, Joe, Joe scored his low before this game. He scored his low last year. He scored 19 against him. And that was on that complicated trash Sixers team where Joe couldn't figure out where to fit. Before that, he was averaging like 29 a game against Steven Adams. He has no problems with Steven Adams. The glove. I had no problems with the glove. You know, what MJ said, right? Steven Adams, the Nor the the the, the, the Norwegian. No, he's not Norwegian. What is he? I can I can never remember where Steven Adams is from. The Viking, I'm gonna just call him the Viking. The Viking, I had no problems with the Viking. You know what I mean? Joe never has problems with him. He struggled this game. Uh, he mentioned recently that his jumper has been a little 
you know, weird that he's struggling because he has the, the knee brace. And I can see that, you know, I mean, he doesn't look super comfortable. You know, he doesn't look super comfortable right now. Probably not a ton of confidence in the knee, which is really probably the worst part about a knee injury or any joint injury is more the mental. You know what I mean? It's the mental. He may not be in pain, but the thought of it is fucking him up. And he said that it's causing a little hitch in his side. And it's probably mental. You know what I mean? It's it's probably mental. It's not the same as Markel's hitch, which was caused by, a, you know, like a super rare uh, injury in his shoulder. Um. And so, you know, he, he struggled against Steven Adams. You know, we all, we all struggled. We all struggled that, that was uh that was a rough game. Just disappointing. There was not one point during that game. I thought we were going to win, you know, they're, they're just, let me pull up the box score real quick. I mean, cause this game really is, is really one for the ages. Um, Toby has an okay game. Uh, you know, he, he has a play where he plays really good defense against Brandon Ingram that people are going to remember really well. And, and they should, he played great defense against Brandon Ingram. However, Brandon Ingram, uh, has not been the same, you know, he just literally came back from injury on this game. Uh, he had a bad toe injury and he, you know, getting his feet wet, you're running into one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. And yeah, so he, he, you know, struggles a little bit against one of the better defensive teams. It's not really a surprise. Um, but you know, what, what I remember really from this game is that, yeah, I mean, there just isn't, there's just nothing, nothing really good. Like Toby scores 23 points because no one else can score essentially for whatever reason. Joe can't, Joe's having problems scoring against the Norwegian or whatever. Uh, ben, I mean, I, you know, you know, I, I mean, you know, essentially what's happening with Ben right now is, the reason why he's averaging six, yeah, six turnovers yesterday. The reason why his turnovers are up over the last few weeks, except for the Celtics game, is because teams, it, there used to be a concept that the, 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 you used to treat Ben like they treated Giannis, build a wall around Ben, right? Well, now they don't necessarily build a wall. They actually just sit on him passing out because they know that he's actually not going to finish, right? They know he's not actually going to take this to the rim, that he's going to pass this out. And guys are just tipping passes and stealing the ball. You know what I mean? Because they know that he wants to pass. They know he doesn't want to finish. And it's causing a ton of issues. Um, I mean, this Pelicans team is not good defensively. They're supposed to be, but they're not. They're, they're just not good. You know, the, they haven't been good all year. Last night, they were in danger of losing to the Cavaliers. You know, if it wasn't for Zion going ballistic again. You know what I mean? They were losing the majority of that game. And the, the Cavaliers didn't have Sexton or they didn't have Sextland. They didn't have weekends, the weekend's latest offering, the Sextland. They didn't have them out there. And they were about to lose that game. They, they're not good. There's no reason they should beat us. Ben is guarding Zion. I mean, listen, not, not many people can guard Zion. But I will say that the only time we were about to make a run was when Danny Green was switched on to Zion. I mean, Ben, you're supposed to be our best defender. And you're getting dominated by Zion. Now, I don't know. Maybe there is some injury, right, that like Kevin O'Connor suggested. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. That sounds like nonsense. I don't think that's true. I we just came out this game flat. We had some beignets on on uh, on fucking uh, what's the uh, what the hell is the street in New Orleans? I don't know. I don't. I can never remember. What is 
whatever. We're Mardi Gras happens. We had some beignets. They caught some beads, whatever. And they didn't show up for this game. We're in a battle for first. We didn't show up for this game. You know what I mean? It was a struggle all around. Ben, I mean, Ben, watch. I hope you watched. I hope from the sideline or as, as Zion was blowing by you that you were taking notes on what Zion is doing. Because Zion is is you again the difference though right well here's another difference aside from Zion's ability to contort his finishes in the air the explosiveness no one is as explosive as Zion and that's the truth you know so Ben I'm sorry don't take notes because you can't do this the explosiveness that Zion has I mean he's eight feet from the rim everybody knows what he wants to do and yet somehow he still explodes past all of the people and finishes in a crazy way. But he's not doing this against every other team all the time. He just dominated us. We get killed on offensive rebounds. I mean, Joe, again, you know, if there's going to be a criticism levied against Joe, it's the rebounding. You know what I mean? It's the rebounding. Getting crushed. Joe always he just struggles against guys who grab offensive rebounds. I mean, how many offensive rebounds did they have yesterday that game? Let me see something. Because it felt like they had 39 of them. Uh, let's see. They only had 10. It, it felt like it felt like 10 times that. You know what I mean? It, it just seemed like any time we needed to stop, they ended up with an offensive rebound. Zion had his best rebounding game. I, I'm I'm 15 rebounds may be his career high in rebounding. If I'm being honest, that might be his career high in rebounding. Um yeah, I mean, we just we just struggle here. I mean, we got we got James Johnson looking like you know, Magic Johnson at certain points during this game. Um yeah, we just, I mean, Jackson Hayes, whatever. I, I don't, Najee Harris, I mean, Najee Marshall, Najee Harris, that, that that person played basketball 15 years ago. Najee Marshall, uh, he's playing extended minutes. Eric Bledsoe, who you can't tell, you don't even know it's Eric Bledsoe sometimes because when you see him, you, you just thought that Eric Bledsoe was gone already, that he had left the NBA. It's almost a mind trick. It's it's like uh, it's like the, the Mandela effect, because you see him and you're like, I swear Eric Bledsoe doesn't play basketball anymore. Did I misremember that Mandela effect? No, he does still play basketball. You just you've been tricked. You've been tricked. He he still plays. Willie Herman Gomez, the other the other Herman Gomez. Actually, I don't remember who's the good Herman Gomez. Is Willie. I'm 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 gonna go ahead and say it's the other one because well I'm only looking at his name. I can't remember the other one's name. It doesn't matter. Kira Lewis. I mean, look at this roster. It's Brandon it's Brandon Ingram and Zion. And Brandon Ingram didn't have a good game. But we had we were trash. We were trash. This was a this was a bad game. This was disappointing. I when I was watching the game, essentially within the first quarter, you can tell. I mean, you can just tell when the energy's off. You know what I mean? You can just tell when the energy's off. The first quarter, I'm like, this, we're not gonna win. We're not going to win this game. I get to, I see it. I see it. I see it in, in us. We're not going to win this one. Um, and, and, you know, whatever. Okay. So then Saturday night, we beat we beat the shit out of the Thunder. Thank goodness. No Toby. Toby doesn't play. Um, but not, not to, you know, we're 1-0 without Toby playing. That's 100% winning percentage. You know, maybe that's good. Maybe it's bad. Who knows what that even means? Doesn't mean anything. Um, Furkan really felt like an all-star. Uh, Furkan and Matisse start for Toby and and uh, and uh, boo, 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 and Danny. Um, Danny, who's a little bit injured, Seth obviously. 
Uh, Joe, this is one of Joel. This is probably Joel's best game since coming back from injury. He's really collapsing his three-point percentage right now. He's he's just it's just crashing down to earth because you know he's come back from injury. It's just not the same, and also because we saw him rely on too many of them. You know, in these last three games, he's I think uh, one for eleven from three right now. The Celtics game, he's one for five. The Pelicans game, he's over over four, and now this game over two. Um, but still a, a far better game uh, than he's had since coming back from injury. Uh, Matisse played his normal defense, you know, causing havoc, static all across the set. You know what I mean? Some just static. Furkan, Furkan was feeling it. You know, good for him. Still can't make free throws consistently. No, he never will. He had five steals somehow. Um, he, he, I, we did mention this earlier in the season that Furkan has been, he's become a better defender in all fairness. You know what I mean? In all fairness, Furkan has become a better defender. Um, and we saw it really play out in this game, just doing a good job. I mean, he gets beat. Listen, let's be clear. He, he's going to get beat one-on-one. He, he's not a good one-on-one defender. No. But as a team defender, he's doing a good job getting his hand on balls uh, and tipping passes, getting steals. He, he's doing a great job with that. He played really, really well against this team. This team doesn't, you know, this was pretty much over as soon as it started. I mean, it's not that it was a blowout, but there was never really a time that this game was in question. It just seemed like, it, it just seemed even like, when, it just seemed like even when they scored, we they were scoring for us even. You know, like they got two points and then we would get one point from their two points is what it felt like. Um, Mike Scott played nice. He, you know, whatever. He, he, he played, you know, he, he played okay. Ben, I guess Ben played basketball uh, on Saturday night. Um, he was a little bit more aggressive in the first in the first quarter. I thought three for five from the free throw line, which is you know be- better. It's sixty percent. You know, it's close to his career average. I guess that's good. You know, you know Seth just not the same. Just not the same right now. Still, still just can't you know find his shot pulling. I mean, again, just doing that same thing that that you know again. Doc needs to. Okay, Seth. What I I I'm sorry. I did too much. I did too much, and I gave you a light as green that as the light that Furkan thinks he has. And while Furkan's light should never be this green, I'm I'm gonna need you to dim the greenness of your light a little bit. Your light is as green as envy is right now, right? It's as green as is that. You need to reel it back. You're doing a, a tiny bit too much. You're just pulling. You don't. At times, it doesn't seem like you know where you are on the basketball court. You just catch it and shoot it. And you don't even know where you are. You you could They could inbound the ball to you under the other team's basket, and it seems like you may just pull that. Because you're, you're just – calm down for one second. Have a little discretion on the shots you're shooting, just a tiny bit more, okay? Um, I, I'm, I am concerned about Seth. And I've mentioned this on previous podcasts. I'm afraid that he's not going to bounce back. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm kind of worried about this. You know, thank God Danny's been shooting his ass off, but now he got injured. I wouldn't be surprised if if the goodwill he's accrued into his right hand and his elbow that doesn't flex all the way is now going to be gone with that injury. Shake is, you know, whatever. I don't, I, you know. Something has happened to his jump shot. You know what? This is my fault. I meant to watch highlights from last year's game to compare to this, to, 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 to compare Shake to this year because there's something wrong with Shake's jumper. I just don't know. I mean, Shake looks like he's lifting the world to shoot it. It looks like he's he's doing a deadlift of in of all time, of all of the time, the infinite amount of time in the universe. He's trying to deadlift it and shoot it into a rim. 
I mean, it's the ultimate. It's a Herculean struggle for him to shoot from a three-point line. I don't know why. It it's reminding of Markel for whatever reason. We're like, you would see Markel dribble into the lane, and when he would just pull up, and this this is what confused me when I used to watch Markel, and I'm like, I get the injury. I get what you're saying about this injury thing, but when he pulls up from the mid range off the dribble, it looks mad regular. It's like his jump shot from college, but when he's catching and shooting, or when he's stationary and shooting, it don't look right. And that's what the shake, there's something up with Shake's shot. I don't know what it is. There's something wrong with Shake's jumper. I don't know what's wrong with it. His stationary three-point shot right now does not look like it looked last year. I don't know what it is. I got to watch it. I mean, aside from the ball, it just seems like doesn't have a ton of, there's just no arc in it. I mean, it just, it, it, it's the opposite of the McDonald's arc. It's like if you call McDonald's, McDonald's, and it's just a, a dash. That's how flat that is right now. The arc is flat. If he was, if his arc was on the arc of the covenant, it would no longer be called the arc of the covenant. It'd be called the flat line of the of the covenant, a flat line of the covenant of where which God promised us stuff. I don't know what's up with Shake Shot. I just don't know. Uh, Dwight played. Uh, you know he played well. Whatever. You know. What are you gonna say about Dwight? Not a ton to say about Dwight. Uh, you know. He's been playing well for us, obviously, especially since he stopped getting thrown out of the game in the first quarter. That's been helpful. It's been helpful to have that since we lost our other backup center. So thank you, Dwight, for considering that we need you to play because we don't have another backup center other than B-Ball Paul, but he's not really a center. Um, but the, the concern here is Ben. I, the concern is Ben. The concern is Ben. I don't know. Again, maybe this stuff that's happening in his personal life is bleeding into the core. And it's crazy because it really made me think about watching, you know, reading or hearing about this. Made me think about Kawhi and the thing that happened with his sister last year. And it just seemed like it didn't fucking matter at all. It doesn't seem like the personal, like Kawhi Leonard's personal life. I mean, he's just got to be a cyborg. Like, is that his sister or is that just the the daughter of the scientist that created Kawhi Leonard in the lab? You know, it makes you wonder that. But his ability, I mean, Kawhi's had a fucked up life. You know what I mean? So Kawhi, it just, I guess Kawhi compartmentalizes really well. Doesn't seem like anything bleeds on the court. And and it's not to say that that Ben is weak or, you know, not to criticize. I'm not using that to criticize Ben. It just really puts into perspective how some guys don't allow anything of their personal life to affect what they do on a basketball court. And right now, it either either that's it has. I'm I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna give Ben that grace here, before I roast him for another 20 minutes because I don't know what's going on with Ben. And I've been saying I said this a couple weeks ago. You know, I, I said this when KOC said his thing on on his podcast that he thought it was injury. I said, Yo, I don't think it's injury. I think it's mental. I definitely think it's mental. I think there's something wrong mentally. And this would make sense if that's the case. You know what I mean? Because I don't see someone who's injured out there. His defense has been, other than Zion, you know, Zion's shit, his defense has been incredible. You know what I mean? His defense has been incredible. So I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't don't know what to say about Ben. This is something we have to keep an eye on. This is not the right time. You know, it's almost like we peaked too early is what it feels like, right? Because you got Ben who's, you know, I, missing in action, Seth, Seth shot. Seth is shooting like like Dwight Howard right now. Dwight might as well shoot as many frees. You know what I mean? I'm joking, though, but, you know, might as well. 
Um, so tonight we got the Mavericks. I mean, you know, I said circle a couple weeks ago. I said circle your calendar for Wednesday. Monday we have the Mavericks. Uh, or Monday, as in tonight, we have the Mavericks. They are coming off a loss against the Spurs yesterday. They lost a two point on a last second shot by DeMar DeRozan. Um, they're fighting for something, and we're we're fighting for something too. But it's a little bit less important of their fight because they are trying to stay out of the playing game. Um, so they're trying to get into that top six in every game. It's so tight in the West right now that on a given night, if they win tomorrow and this team loses and that team loses, they're right, right back in it, right? They're in six now. Uh, or if they lose tonight, they're in 10th. So who, you know, they're fighting, uh, you know, the last time, if you want to really point to a game, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, you want to point to a game that for the argument that Ben is the best defender in the NBA, Luka is the game. That last Mavericks game is the game. Now, that game, they didn't have um, KCP. They, KCP. They didn't have KP playing. Chris Apps. So we'll see. That's going to present a different issue. I don't know if Toby's going to be back yet. I don't know if Danny's going to be back yet. I'm going to guess so. I mean, to, to, to all the all the criticism I give to Toby, the, really, I got to give him credit. He's never injured. You know what I mean? So I'm going to guess he's going to be back tonight. Um but it's going to be interesting. They have KP. KP is a trash player in the post. He cannot post up anything. That man can't send postage. If he worked as a postman, he couldn't even go postal if he was mad. He just can't. He has no post ability. He doesn't eat post cereals. All right. He doesn't drive posts into the ground to make a fence. He doesn't post things on Facebook. He's unable to. His post ability is, is, is not good. It's a post inability. Uh, so you can put someone, the point is you can put someone smaller on him and they like to play centers along with him as power forward, which doesn't make sense. You know, I'll disagree with that until I die. Um, so we'll see what's going to happen with them. Joe has never lost a matchup against, I don't know if he's ever lost a matchup against Chris Tapps in terms of win or loss teams. I mean, he's had success. He has success against everyone. I don't even think we have to talk about that anymore. He succeeds against every fucking center in the NBA. It doesn't matter. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what's going to happen. This is going to be an interesting game. Um, this I'm not going to say this is a must win, but going into Wednesday's game, it would be nice to win this game. When do the Nets play again? You know what? That's an interesting question. Let me see something real quick. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing the Nets play tonight. Unless they're going to play a back-to-back. Uh, where's your schedule at, Nets? Upcoming game. So here we go. We got uh, – that was Monday. I mean, that was Friday. So they played tonight against Minnesota. That's a win. I mean, they're going to beat Minnesota. Uh, you know, Minnesota won yesterday against the Bulls. That's – that's their championship right there. They, you know, they're going to, they're, they're, they, there's no way, shape and form that they're going to be Brooklyn. I can't imagine they would. So let's say we hope let's win tonight. If they win, we're still tied. That makes Wednesday a very, very, very important game in terms of the standings and in terms of long-term standings. You know what I mean? We're trading blows. We need to win Wednesday. Um, they're good. It, it doesn't seem like they're going to have, um, uh, it doesn't they're going to have James Harden back. Uh, seems like there's just going to be, you know, Kyrie and KD, which, you know, whatever, I don't want to win on, on injuries or anything like that, but just the point, just pointing it out. Um, so, so that's going to be an important game. You know what I mean? We're going to see, we're going to see what's going to happen. We're going to see what's going to happen. That's going to be a war. You know what I mean? We're going to see KD and KD knows how important this game is. KD has been in the league long enough to recognize when the game is mad important. Man, this is crazy. We got Four straight ESPN games? Is that right? That's insanity. Christ. I hate ESPN games. You know why? I love the ESPN broadcast, 
I hate that all of these games, that means they're going to start like 15 to 20 minutes later. Like, like, well, not 15, later. But that means they're going to start instead of set, like, if the game is not on ESPN, it'll start at 738. That'll be tip off. But when the game's on ESPN, it starts at 745. And I know that even me saying those words right now in hindsight sounds so fucking petty, but it pisses me off. You know, I live on a tight schedule. I live on a tight schedule, self-imposed. The schedule, there's no reason for the schedule. It's self-imposed. But for me, it's important. And now this game starts at 745. This one starts at 715. I need those seven minutes back. I need those seven minutes of my life back instead of waiting. Um, and then we play. I mean, this is a big week. You know, this is a this is a tough stretch right here. All, all four of these games. None of these are walks in the park. Right. I We have problems guarding smaller guards. The Warriors are trying to stay in the playoff playing tournament right now. Right. They're not tanking. At least if they were tanking, Steph didn't get that memo. I mean, Steph, I think over the last three games is averaging like 35. Yeah. This is going to be a tough game. It's not going to be a walk in the park. The Clippers, they're playing really well. They're playing really, really well. They're not playing defense well, but they're, they're playing well offense. Uh, the Nets, the Mavericks, this is a tough stretch of games right here. Uh, and then, oh, shit, and then the Suns, and then the Bucks. Well, what is this stretch? And then the Bucks again. What is this? And then we take a night off against the Thunder. We'll, we'll win all of these games and then lose to the Thunder. And then the Hawks. I mean, this is all, like, then we play the Hawks back-to-back. This is a tough stretch. This <laughs> This is a tough stretch. These are not games to sleep on. Joe knows it. I'm sure Joe's going to come for blood. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. Um, I think that's it. We'll stop there. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight. You know what I mean? There'll be a, probably a podcast tomorrow or maybe Wednesday about the Mavericks game. Uh, I think two podcasts are going to come out today. Uh, maybe. Well, we'll see. Whatever. We'll just play it by ear. Uh, I'm not going to stress it. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. Um, Stay tuned for the DMX podcast, which I don't even need to say that because both of these podcasts are probably going to be coming out around the same time. Uh, everyone, you know the drill. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Black Lives Matter. Stop Asian hate. Wear a fucking mask. Uh, we're, 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 we're right back into the thick of things. I mean, it's like we, 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 we as a country take a step back. And everything. Another black male has been killed by police officers. And now... COVID surging again across the NBA. Michigan, Michigan. Michigan can't win. They got lead in the water, no jobs, suffering from, from, from poverty. And now COVID is just ravishing them. And, and it's happening across the country. So, you know, whatever. I mean, listen, depending on your perspective, sometimes it's hard to look at a cup and say it's half full or half empty when the bitch is empty. You can't really say uh, an empty cup is half full. No, it's just empty right now. And that's what it feels like. Um, that's it, everyone. Stay safe. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get so depressing. I didn't mean to get so depressing. Just frustrated. Uh, and that's it. Stay safe. Wash your hands. You know the drill. Take care. Yo. Uh, 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 yeah. Justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. Used to come in.